Hey guys, this is Brent with the Brent Lamb Podcast. Glad to be with you this week again. Hales, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for coming to my house. Yeah, this is fun. It's, we've done this a couple of times. It's like when the kids are in school. Yeah, and I... I kind of hoodwinked you because I said, yeah, we can record at my house, but once we're done doing that, I got a project I need you to, <laughs> to yeah. help me on. Bring the nail gun. Yep. Bring I, your saw and your nail gun, please. Yep. I don't mind doing that. I love doing that. So recording podcasts and remodeling bedrooms and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I've got some uh, Instagram comments for you. Okay. Here. <laughs> I asked the question, what's your favorite Brent Lamb story? Just to see if anybody anybody had some specifics. Now, some of these we're not going to be able to tell, and they aren't even <laughs> worth telling. But I thought you might get a kick out of them. Okay. Uh, Rachel said, obviously, the Line of Fire music video. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, we, we need to probably post that. Yeah, it's a good one. That's a good story behind that, too. What year was that? 85. 85. Before my time, but yes. So it was on YouTube a while back, but then... I looked again and couldn't find it, but I'm pretty sure we have a copy of it. Oh, yeah, we we'll do. Some. Oh, man, it's good. Keegan says batting cages, <laughs> which I don't even know what that is. We, I went to the batting cages with Keegan and your brother, Hayden, <laughs> and I was I was going to really show them what I had, you know, and yeah. that first ball came by. And I just, I hardly, I hardly even saw the ball. Oh my gosh. I have it on video. I, okay. I think if I can find it, we'll, we'll post that too. All right. Hilarious. Um, Butch says fishing naked. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't fish naked. Yeah. For, to be clear. Just to be clear. Yeah. We went to Easley, South Carolina and we had a pastor friend that had a lake house and <laughs> we had the kids down at the lake off the, you know, we were on the bank and we're fishing Yeah. and somebody, either your mom or Butch's wife, Mary Beth took a picture of us right? and the exact angle, because all we had on was our swimsuits. Yeah. So Butch is there in his swimsuits and he's helping one of his daughter, his daughters and I'm helping one of the boys with their line or something. But the shot it looks exactly like he's completely nude. <laughs> and back then, in the olden days, you didn't know what picture you got until later no. on when you got the film developed. So y'all got that developed. You and- know there's somebody at Walgreens going, what in the world? Is- <laughs> <laughs> Come get your pictures. Yeah, and that picture went on to be like the joke. Y'all kept framing it and we blowing it, it up bigger and bigger and sending it to, send each, it to other. each other. Yep. Oh, man, that's a good one. Oh, Another yeah. fishing one. From Jane, who, here's a behind the scenes, that's my BFF. She said, fishing at Hume. Yeah. When you would take us girls out in the boat fishing. And we've yep. got videos of that, too. We have the great fishing oh, trip. Oh, man. Um, Heather says, when Haley and I racked up your G-store and snack shop bill at all summer at Hume Lake. Oh, gosh. Said, put it on my tab. Put, put it, it on, on my t- dad's all tab. You, the guys were like, your brothers were, you know, meeting girls and like, yeah, just come to the G-Store. Like, just get whatever you want. I'll pay for it. And yeah. I remember there was a couple of times when I went at the end of the week 
to pay the tab. It was two hundred, three hundred dollars yeah. where you guys had eaten. Well, so for those of you who don't know, Hume Lake again, I know we keep talking about this, and it's wild to think that some people don't know Hume Lake, <laughs> but up at Hume Lake, which is the camp that we grew up going to and dad would do music, and then we lived there for a few years. Yeah. on staff there was a general store there's only one <laughs> there's a general store with a gas station and they just have snack foods and candy and everything well during the the week when we would be there visiting instead of having to carry cash around and everything the staff there let us have a tab for the week and then at the end of the week dad would have to go in and pay it before we left well we abused the system yes you did pretty regularly we would just go in and you know whatever get a coffee or gatorade and then candy and just say oh you can put it on brent lamb's tab well Mm -hmm. yeah it started picking up where friends and then impressing campers and all that i remember the store manager at times he said he would ask me how many kids do you have i said i have three he goes (laughs) Oh, well, there were like eight kids coming in here. Oh, my gosh. I was like, we thought they were all yours. Like, oh, no, this is going to be a huge bill. Yeah. Good times, good times. Good times. Thanks for sending your questions in. We, it is fun to reminisce and go back. And, and I like putting Dad on the spot and see, see what his answers are <laughs> <laughs> in the moment. So what are we talking about this week? Well, I thought we would talk about God's faithfulness mm-hmm. in our lives. and I know I, a little bit about that. Yes. <laughs> Same. Uh, we were talking about hymns earlier. Yeah. And we found out that we have the same the same favorite hymn. Yeah. If, I, if I'm going to sing one hymn, it's Great is Thy Faithfulness. Yes. That's been a huge thing for me in parenting. Yep. New mercies every morning, baby. <laughs> Please, Lord, bring it. And I have right now on my mantle, my chalkboard. Yeah. Says new mercies I see, cause don't we need it? You know, if if I'm gonna sing a song, and I, I think that's I've I've always done that. I I wouldn't sing something that I haven't, that I don't believe is true, or that I haven't experienced it personally. Yeah. So to sing great is thy faithfulness, like total connection. I mm-hmm. get that instantly. Yes. And anybody that has lived any level of transparent, honest life, you go, yeah. I see God, you know, there's times I didn't see him and I wish I would have, but right. yeah, man, you look back and you go, that, that God's faithfulness. And I know some people might say, well, a lot of that might be coincidence. Okay. We just choose to say, no, we're people of faith. We, that's God's faithfulness. I've seen too many coincidences to let myself believe in coincidences. I, yeah, there's just some stuff in life that's so detailed there's just no way that somebody's not in control of that. Yeah, it's it's being orchestrated. Oh sure. yeah. What's a time in in your life that you like, wow, that's a that's a big God. That's big God stuff. Yeah. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Oh wow. Okay. Well, when our second child was born, our son Lincoln, he was about three weeks old mm-hmm. and I was going back to my job. I worked from home for a social media company Mm -hmm. and I had just taken, I I think I worked 15 to 20 hours a week. So, you know, part-time from home and I had done that, you know, all through having Emory and all of that and through my pregnancy with our second child and I took a three-week break and came back and I worked one shift from home with two children (laughs) and um, very quickly realized it was not for me. 
And Josh walked in the door and I, I was in tears and said, I can't do this. I can't do this with two kids. One is one and two is 20. <laughs> I, there's no way, even these, you know, short shifts and from home, which is awesome. So Josh came in and I told him and he was amazing as always. He's, he's, he's the real deal. But he said, babe, if it's causing you that much stress, it's not worth it. He's like, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Let's just move on and say, you're just stay at home mom. And that night I emailed my boss and said, I'm so sorry. I, I cannot do this. I just know myself and this, I'm not going to be able to do it. And she was super gracious and, and ended great. A week later, Josh found out that the company he worked for was going to be closing. They gave him a little heads up, but it was clear, you know, we're not going to have a job for you anymore. So fast forward and we had a two-year-old and a three-month-old and no income. So Josh was, he literally took finding a job as a full-time job. I mean, all day long, all he was doing was trying to find a job, taking interviews. He was walking into hotels and just giving them his resume because he did have experience from working at the camp. So he was doing that. I mean, it was, it was definitely a trying time. Anyways, long story short, he got hired by this amazing company that he's still with today, but it was an hour away. At sometimes an hour and a half was his drive home. And again, we had a two-year-old and a three-month-old, and he had to take it. Mm-hmm. And so he took the job. He was gone from six to six, usually, if not l- longer. And one day, he had been working there a few months, and he came in, and I... <laughs> I had done my research that whole day. I had been combing through our finances, looking at our budget, looking at all of our bills and what he was making was not enough. I mean, it just wasn't. And he came in that door and I had my list and I was ready to go. (laughs) I said, look, man, (laughs) you're going to have to make some more money or I need to try and find another job. We sat down together and went over everything and it was about $200 that we needed just to have enough for everything per month. We needed about $200 extra that would just kind of put us at even, but we could still pay all of our bills and get groceries. And that's really what we needed. So when we looked at it, because of his commute and where we were located then, we were paying $200 a month in tolls. Wow. Which is bonkers. That's a lot of money. Oh my gosh. And just side note, we ended up doing that for a year, he did that drive before we relocated. Anyways, it came out to $200 a month in tolls is what we really needed. So our thought process was go in tomorrow, which is not Josh. It's not who Josh is. Right. But we had gone over it and over it and prayed. And it was like, okay, tomorrow Josh was going to go into his boss's office and ask, if they could cover the tolls, Mm -hmm. which was $200, which I don't feel like is a big ask, but for us, that was, we had to have it. So Josh was super nervous. He did not feel comfortable asking for that. But the next day he went in and he was waiting. You know, I kept texting him. Have you, have you done it yet? He's (laughs) like, no, he's busy or he's in meetings, you know. Anyways, he calls me. A few hours later, he said, babe, you're never going to believe this. He said, Matt just called me into his office. And I was like, oh, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Here we go. 
Yeah, he said, Matt just called me into his office and gave me a raise. And we had not told anyone. And this, you know, the plan was Josh was going to go in and ask, you know, ask him for a raise. And completely unrelated, Matt had no idea, called Josh into his office, sat him down and said, hey, man, I just want to tell you, I've been watching you these past couple of months, you being here, and we're really impressed. We're going to give you a raise today. It gets better. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm like, what? He Wait, did you, did you call the meeting and ask him? He said, no. He said, he called me in and gave me this raise, and you're never going to believe what it works out to per month. He said, babe, it's $200 a month. Wow. And it was like, I mean, how can you hear that and say coincidence? I mean, there's just no way. Yeah, I mean, if it was 100 You'd go, okay, thank you, God, thank you, yeah. boss. But man, when it comes down to the exact... exact... And the fact that he didn't have to go in and ask for that. Right. That that day, of all days, he just gets called in. Yeah, that's that's God working in your life. That, I mean... And we got to share that story with his boss later on. We held on to it for a little bit because it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you were going to ask him for that and he gave it to you without, you know... But we got to tell him, he's like, man. That's an awesome story. I mean. Wow. Yeah. I mean, God is in the details, guys. He's he really a big is. God, but he cares about the details. Yeah, big God, but you have to you have to look for him. Yeah. He has told us in Scripture, if you seek me with your whole heart, you'll find me. Yeah. So if you're not looking, like I have friends that are atheists. Yeah. And they'll tell me, I just don't believe that. And it's like, well, that's why you don't, I mean, believing is how you get it. Right. <laughs> you know, so if you're not believing it and looking for it, the goodness of God, then you're not going to see it. So I think we all have those stories. You know, f- for the listener, if you have stories. Yeah, send them in. We would love to hear your story. It's like, we have tons of stories like that. One that comes to mind, I think it was the late 80s, maybe. And I got booked to sing at a statewide youth convention. And I was actually booked two weekends in a row. So we decided me and my sound guy will go this first week. And then the next weekend, we'll all, we'll all go. Yeah. So I went the first weekend, total normal weekend. And I met this couple, Kevin and Christy Garber. Shout out. Shout out. And they were the worship leaders. And I was the guest the artist. Guest. Okay. You know. So I met them, and they gave me their promo packet. They asked me, do you produce records? And I said, yeah. So I did the weekend, and I took their promo packet that they gave me, and I laid it in the floorboard between the two seats of our Dodge Ram van. Mm -hmm. And so then the next weekend came. We all got in the van, and we were going back for me to do the second weekend. And we're literally on I-40, and we're talking about budget and money stuff and saying, we really need new tires on this van. And while we're talking about it, the back left tire blows. And so I pull over. I'm like, really, Lord, this is horrible timing. It's Friday afternoon, but I changed my perspective and like, okay, well, we need to be thankful that I have a spare. Right. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. So I changed the tire and we're up and running and we're like, we need to have the right perspective, you know, and we didn't go two or three miles 
and the right rear wheel oh my gosh. blows. No way. So we're like, what is happening? Like, so I pull over and I go back and I look at it and the tread had come off, but the, the tire still had air in it. Oh my gosh. But it was just the steel band. Yeah. And it's Friday afternoon on the interstate. Like people are just whizzing by. But we were right at the Kingston exit okay. on I-40. And I could see on the left there was an Exxon station. So it's like, babe, I'm going to try to just stay on the shoulder and go get down this exit and turn left and go over the bridge to this Exxon station. So I made it to the station, and I went into Exxon station. And that's back when gas stations, you know, they actually worked on cars. Yeah. And they, so he had, a, he had a rack of tires. And I was uh-huh. like, hey, I just blew two tires, but I got a spare. I just need one tire, but it's this size. Do you have that? And he's like, I don't. No. <laughs> so it's Friday afternoon, and I was like, oh, man. So what do we do? And I happened to look in the floorboard, and this promo packet was there. Oh, from the? From the week before. Okay. I had just left it there. And your mom is digging in the the dash, the cup holders in the da- front dash to get change because we wanted the boys were hungry and so she's like i'm just gonna get them something to eat because we were planning to eat when we got to gatlinburg yeah and they're getting cranky and you know they want out of their car seats and so i said well leave me a quarter because i gotta try to call somebody and there's now kids back in the day (laughs) there was something called pay phones pay phones actually i don't think there's any are there i don't think so okay well you used to have to pay to make a phone call yeah so i call from the payphone, your mom found some some peanut butter crackers and uh-huh. you know and and a soft drink or something and was pouring it in the boys' bottles and stuff you yeah. know like here. I call her and she answered. I said, "This is Brent Lamb. I met you last weekend." And she's like, "Oh my gosh, I was I was just sitting here praying for you." No way. And I was like, "All right, that's pretty cool." Well, I'm at the Kingston exit on I forty. And she goes, oh, yeah, we live right down the road. And I said, well, I just need, I've got my wife and kids with me, and I'm trying to get back to Gatlinburg for the second conference. I was just wondering if you could come get my wife and kids and take them, or if you have a car I can borrow or some, you know. She's like, well, my husband is playing golf, (laughs) and I'm going to try to get in touch with him. Well, then, back then you had uh, call waiting. Mm -hmm. So if you were on a phone call with somebody, and somebody else was trying to call you, it would click. You could hear it clicking, you know, in the phone. And she said, hang on just a minute. There's somebody calling me. And it was her husband. He's out on the golf course, and he, his, what, the first thing he says to her is, okay, what's up? Because I just got this strong sense that God wanted me to call home. No way. Oh, she said, that's the Lord, babe. Like, <laughs> you remember that guy we met last weekend at the conference, Brent Lamb? Like, he's got his wife and kids, and he's at our exit with two blown tires. So he says, tell him I'm on my way. Oh, my gosh. So I hang up and I wait. And so she comes and gets your mom and the boys and (laughs) takes them to their house and feeds them. And he comes and says, I've got a buddy right across the interstate has a tire store. No way. So it's less than a mile. It's just coincidence. It's just coincidence. He says, do you think you can make it to there? And I said, I don't know, man. We got to try this guy. I've already checked with. 
the gas station, they, they don't have tires. Yeah. So I followed him and it was literally 500 yards around the corner mm-hmm. to this little standalone tire store in the middle of nowhere. So we get there, we go in, the guy's not there, but his mother called her son. He came back up and he, he looked at the van. And he goes, oh yeah. He said, I got tons of these things. And he said, I'll put them on for you right now. And he starts putting them on. Well, then I start realizing I don't have any way to pay him. Yeah. So I pull Kevin aside. I was like, Kevin, I don't, I don't know how to pay this guy. We didn't have credit cards. We couldn't even get approved for a credit card. Yeah. And he said, don't worry about it. And I told him, I said, if, if, if I can just get this weekend, I'll get paid for this weekend and I can stop on the way back and pay you or mail you a check. And he yeah. said, totally fine. Within 30 minutes, we had two brand new tires, and we made it on time to the conference <laughs> and did the thing, come back. And now we just, we talked about that all the way home, just thinking God's faithfulness is working all the time, even if you don't see it or you don't feel his presence yeah. or you wonder everything has just happened by chance or circumstance. It's just like, oh, things worked out. You know, we lucked out. And it's like, yeah, I don't believe in luck. I think luck takes more faith than yeah. faith does. Yeah. So there's two stories right here. And so I know anyone listening, you've got those stories. We're we're not special at all, by any stretch of the imagination. So we would love to hear your stories of God's faithfulness. Yeah. And because it's it's an amazing way to live. My personal story is I, I just I would have to be lying. I mean, it's that strong. I have to be lying to deny that God exists. It makes total sense to me. Yeah. But when we sing, great is thy faithfulness, it's like, I totally get it. Yep. So be encouraged, listeners. He is faithful. Mm-hmm. And sing the song. <laughs> <laughs> That's one I wish I would have wrote. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us this week. Give us a follow on Instagram. We're at Brentland Podcast. Facebook is Brentland Music. And please go ahead and click that subscribe button and it'll let you know when we post a new episode. And thanks so much for tuning in. Please send in any questions, comments, stories, and we would love to share them with everybody. We'll see you next week. Love you. Love you.